a lamb and listen in. We've got a lot to say. Hi, hello, hey. hey. I'm Rachel. And I'm Maddie. And welcome to Joe and Swallow. We haven't done an episode in so long. I know. It actually feels really good to be back in this chair. I feel so happy. So honored in your in your glorious presence. Oh, my God. Thank you. I am now a traveled woman. She has culture. I'm, I'm cultural now. She is a cultured swine now. <laughs> yeah sorry we didn't upload um the 18th but uh it was like the day i got back so um so perfect timing great timing for an episode about the europa the what the europa the europe's oh oh it was so nice we went all over um england and all over scotland uh scotland is a place i want to live one day it is the most beautiful place i've ever been to we'll retire there yeah that or greece oh don't get me started dude i greece oh man if you want mountain and ocean scotland and greece man fuck california i'm getting out of here Fuck california <laughs> get out of the u.s yeah honestly <laughs> yeah but now i'm a well-traveled bitch <laughs> yeah but you know what kept me company while I was going? Wine. Yes, I drank a lot of wine. <laughs> there were a lot of drinks. But actually a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's like a, um, there's, if you need something to binge. For real. Listen to the Almost Everything podcast. And you get tired of our voices. <laughs> yeah, if you get tired of our voices, go listen some, to some Australian accents. I mean, that's all you need to know. That's it. <laughs> uh, they're very similar to us, though. They're it's uh, hosted by two young chaps from Australia. And if you care about belts, you have opinions on belts. Yeah, belts. Again. Oh, I do have to tell you about the episode I'm on right now. I would love to. Anyway, it's run by two bestie boos, a lot like me and Maddie. They are also our age too, which is are they a small real? world? Yeah, how old are they? They're 25. What? I this think is so wild. Turning twenty six. Okay, the universe has some splaining to do, dude. I know. When did they start their podcast? Uh, before us, because oh, guys, they have over fifty episodes. Wow, look, so, so much content to peel through. They have a lot of content. Like if you, it, when I say binge, you can binge listen to these guys, and all of their stuff is funny. Lit. Yeah. So this pre- this episode I've been listening to on the way over here. Uh, was called shirtless in the bath <laughs> you just have to listen to it to understand the name like you know it's like you have to be there <laughs> no but Pixar um, didn't happen <laughs> in like the first five seconds they you're gonna love this um they start talking about how sweaty they are oh my god what is going on yeah so Apparently, guys, Tim and Lewis are sweaty, just like me. Just like Rachel. If you know me, I'm in a constant state of sweaty. Yes. So that really appealed to me. I related to that story on a deep level. Oh, my God. I have so many quotes. Let me just, like, I'll do a little teaser for one of our episodes that will be coming out of Rachel's quotes. <laughs> um, if my phone will cooperate. Yeah, that episode will be coming out, what, on my birthday? 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's your birthday episode, which is July seventeenth. So you have something to look forward to. Yeah. Oh yeah, here it is, right here. I'm sweating with rage. Stand by that. She's just a sweaty girl. I am. I'm very sweaty. Okay, and so are (laughs) Tim and Lewis. So you know what? I don't feel alone. The almost everything podcast really they're including us sweaty folks. (laughs) Anyway. Go listen to our good friends, Tim and Lewis, on the Almost Everything podcast, wherever you stream podcasts. I personally listen to them on Spotify, so if you want to join my club, Spotify it is. Yes. Also, go follow them on Instagram at Almost Everything Podcast. Give them the follows. They deserve it. Yeah, they're so funny. So great. I love them. What are we talking about today? I'm excited about this episode. I think it'll be a good one. We're talking about unexplained mysteries. (sighs) I love this shit. Our I best know. episodes come out of the like mysteries, ghost stories That's and stuff. That's true. We get so into it. Yeah. No, I'm excited to hear what yours are. <laughs> I'm excited to hear what yours are because I you know. Though, mine are no, dumb. I am because, because I love, you always bring the smarty into it and I'm just like, I'm just here for a good time. Literally, I talk about anything that Neil deGrasse Tyson has mentioned on the Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, my only point of interest. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about some kind of random unexplained mysteries. We both have two, so it might be a shorter episode, but, you know, it's a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Did you just quote Drake? <laughs> I actually quoted the many men on Tinder. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Are you serious? That is really on Tinder? I am not on that oh, side yeah. of Tinder. All the little fuck boys. No. I'm so glad I have a boyfriend and I don't have to deal with the oh dating apps anymore. Your boyfriend would never say that. So Oh, I know that. Just a shout out. Or say anything at all. <laughs> he do be a listener. He do be listening. He's, He's a, a listener. good listener. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, no, so I have two kind of just random ones and then Maddie has some scientific ones for all you brainies out there you you and your smarticle particles i'm literally not smart enough to do this kind of like career path but i'm so interested in it so i'm glad people are smart out there solving you these are mysteries. smart not this you kind have of a smart. master's oh my god oh, that's yeah. something we need to mention maddie just graduated yeah with her master's degree that's right you are an educated bitch. That's right. You're a cultured bitch and I'm an educated bitch. Wow. We're just edumacated and cultured. Cultured. <laughs> Going for that PhD in art next. <laughs> lord no 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 more money will be going to the american school system yeah i was about to say please don't i am done ko knocked the fuck out i'm over it no all of our time is now going to be spent on personal projects and eating and chew and swallow (laughs) chewing and swallowing actually yes (laughs) (laughs) all right who's going first you are i'm going first Yeah, yeah yeah All right, so I got all of mine on a random website that I forgot to write down. That's okay. I think I got a little bit of mine from a mixture between the Cosmos and Wikipedia, so shout out. So mine are probably around the same lines. Okay. (laughs) I know I was reading about a lot of these from somethingpanda.com or something. I don't even remember. Okay. (laughs) My first one is the Mary Celeste, the ghost ship. Is this the one that you said is well known? No. Okay. The next one is well known. This is the one I did. I had no idea. So 
On December 4th, 1872, a British-American ship called the Mary Celeste was found empty and adrift in the Atlantic. It was found to be seaworthy and with its cargo fully intact, except for a lifeboat, which it appeared had been boarded in an orderly fashion. But why? Question mark. We may never know because no one on board was ever heard from again. In November 1872, the Mary Celeste set sail from New York to Genoa, Italy. She was manned by Captain Benjamin Briggs and seven crew members, including the Briggs, including Briggs's wife and her, their two-year-old daughter. Supplies on board were ample enough for six months, and luxuries including a sewing machine, and an upright piano. Commentators generally agree that to cause the abandonment of a seaworthy ship, some extraordinary and alarming circumstances must have arisen. However, the last entry on the ship's daily log reveals nothing unusual, and inside the ship all appeared to be in order. Theories over the years have included mutiny, pirate attack, and an assault by a giant octopus or sea monster. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sea monster. Glad you have a good lead. It's Jonah and the whale. <laughs> it's it's the big fish. Moby Dick out here. <laughs> and a Moby Dick's dicks. <laughs> Moby Dick and his dicks. Someone's swinging their dick around out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In recent years, scientists have posed the theory that fumes from alcohol on board caused an explosion that, as a result of a scientific anomaly, did not leave behind signs of burning. Uh, I don't believe fuck? that. Yeah, no, no. I don't believe that. But was terrifying enough that Briggs ordered everyone into the lifeboat. But then where'd they go after the lifeboat? That's it. That's all the information. Yep. Those are the only leads they have, a giant <clears throat> octopus or a, an explosion with no trace. Yeah. How does an explosion leave no trace? I don't know. That is some bullshit. And because also, they said their stuff was like perfectly fine. Correct. And also after the explosion, they're on the lifeboat. Where the fuck did they go? The lifeboat's intact? You you kidding me? Like No, they got on the lifeboat. The lifeboat is not on the ship anymore. Oh. When they found the ship, it's not there. The lifeboat was not present. Yes. But no one ever heard from them again. Are you sure they didn't find a lifeboat with the ship? I said the lifeboat was gone. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. But then no one was to be found. No one was ever heard from. Well, they must have tried to escape on the lifeboat and then they A like, giant sea monster. And then a giant them. sea monster <laughs> came. And then there was a small explosion on the lifeboat with no trace. <laughs> that sounds right to me. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if they were like like I wonder where like whereabouts they got onto the lifeboat because what if they like went to some island or something and maybe like a native tribe type of thing like was like hey you're on our land fuck off type of thing you where know? were they in the ocean i don't know it doesn't say it doesn't say where they got onto the lifeboat it's... because they founded the atlantic ocean just drifting around oh uh, yeah they were going they were leaving italy or going to italy they're going to italy yeah huh i wonder people said like pirate attack maybe i don't know you know it's possible but then the pirates would have definitely taken the ship, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And also there like there wasn't anything that I read that was stolen. Like yeah. there wasn't there was still their stuff there. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I would say it's not a pirate attack just because 
this shit like the pirates would have ravaged the ship and yeah. every pirate attack in history have yeah we not even heard? like parts of the ship would have been dis- deconstructed that's what i'm saying like yeah like i mean my pirate history is limited but from what i do know and have studied that's what i i think like it's I would say no pirate attack. Also, no. note the explosion. Yeah, that's just a dumb theory. I don't know who said that. I don't like that one. And also, the the octopus monster doesn't strike me as <laughs> super. What octopus <laughs> is attacking an entire ship? I'm like, y'all been reading too many of those books. They're in the deep, dark parts of the ocean. I wonder if it was something like low-key socially manipulative or like some for someone's personal gain like maybe someone held a gun up or you know like yeah you know what i mean maybe or like not necessarily a gun but like was threatening yeah and was like if you don't get into this lifeboat Mm -hmm. and come with me then i'm gonna shoot you or something like that yeah that's super i don't know do you have any ideas i think the only like lead that i would believe would be depending on their location if they had gotten onto a lifeboat and they were surrounded by maybe some smaller islands and they there was something they needed like maybe they needed help or something maybe one of them was sick yeah but all, they all of them left i don't know man like what if like because if they all got on there <gasps> what if the captain's wife what if something happened and he was like i'm going with her and all of y'all are coming with me because no one can man this ship maybe or like the daughter or something and maybe they like went to this island or they didn't even make it to the island maybe there was like a storm and they drowned yeah. or, you know what i mean is it possible something like wild happened you know how we hear about things all the time where it's like this is a little bit more modern when how this happens but like um like one of the family members is like okay all of you are getting on this ship and like you know executes everyone and with no trace like maybe it was something like this someone something went like crazy that. you yeah. know hmm. but then what about the lifeboat yeah it was never found because he like whoever took yeah, someone to an island like the whole crew and like assassinated everyone and you know yeah i don't know trying to make a i would need to know history of the people on board me too yeah me too yeah that one was weird like i had never heard of that one huh this next one i have you'll know this one the lost colony of roanoke okay yeah yeah i do I, know this one vaguely but i i don't think i remember it from school i had to i had to do this one just because i'm an american horror story fan and they did a whole season i need to watch that one based on this did you see it that season so good mm-hmm. amazing it's very gory and graphic damn so if you don't like that then i would steer clear but i'll check it out i can handle a little it's good it's really good all righty lost city the lost colony of roanoke <laughs> in 1587 john white that is such a basic white that's the name. most basic white boy name i hate it john smith (laughs) like was his best friend john smith (laughs) yeah john smith and john white in 1587 john white led a group of people from britain to found an english colony settling on roanoke island one of a chain of barrier islands known as the outer banks of north carolina hell yeah shout out yeah of course i had to do that it's in north carolina White left for more supplies, but on his return three days later, found the colony meticulously abandoned with all the houses and fortifications dismantled with care. 
Super weird. Weird. Before he'd left the colony, White had instructed the colonists that if they were taken by force, they were to carve a cross into a nearby tree. But there was no cross. The only clue was the word Croatoan. Just fucking creepy. I can't tell you the number of times <laughs> I've left myself a note and I go back and try and decipher it later. And I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> The only clue was the word Croatoan, the name of a native tribe that allied with the English, which was carved into a post. So White took this to mean that the colonists had moved to Croatoan Island. So, yeah, so Croatoan was a name of a native tribe that they were pals with. Okay, wait. So John White Mm -hmm. was from where? They're from like the UK, I guess. And yeah. so he was in, in Britain. The U- he was in Britain, and he came over to visit this colony that was no, already. No, no, no. So he took a bunch of people from Britain. Mm-hmm. They all went over to make their own colony, which he was kind of like. I guess he was probably like the mayor, you know, yeah, the yeah, leader yeah. of them or whatever. Yeah. He leaves Roanoke to go get more supplies for their colony from Britain. From Britain. Okay, gotcha. When he comes back, everybody's gone, but their buildings and their stuff were, like, dismantled, and it says dismantled with care. Yeah, I'm like, what does that really mean? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm confused as to what that actually entails. Um, and the only—he he had instructed them before. He was like, hey, if anything happens, like, if y'all get taken or, you know, you're getting forced to leave or whatever— carve a cross mm-hmm. into a nearby tree right but that's not what they did they yeah. wrote the word croatoan like, can't y'all pay attention can't y'all take simple, simple directions honestly they put they wrote croatoan onto a post and that's the only trace they, that he had of them but croatoan was their native allies mm-hmm. two things that strike me as weird is like he warned the tribe beforehand he was like, guys, if you are taken forcibly by someone else, like he was obviously suspicious that this was going to happen. So I have a little bit more left. Do you want me to finish that or do you want to yeah, finish, finish it? No, 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 no thoughts needed. Okay. So ensuing investigations turned up claims that the colonists had been slaughtered by Pohatan. I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Powhatan tribe. Powhatan? I think it's Powhatan or something. Powhatan? Okay. Something like that. I'm so sorry. Tribe. Uh, but there is is no archaeological evidence of this, and a recent re-examination of the primary sources indicates that any massacre that occurred was not of this particular group of colonists, but rather a group of colonists who had arrived earlier. More enduring theories involve integration between the colonists and the Croatoans or other local tribes, but so far, no DNA evidence has positively identified any descendants of that colony. So, were the bodies found slaughtered? No. So why the bodies would, were never found. Why would we think that they were slaughtered? I think they're honestly. I think they're just trying to find answers. Yeah, I but mean, like, it's like with the boat thing. But I mean, also, yeah, like fucking John White, like is definitely going to be like, oh, they were slaughtered by Native Americans. Like that seems like a lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that white people would tell. 
because the native americans were super peaceful they were they were and the only like kind of like if you go back in history and you're like looking at native tribes the only people they were killing were their own tribe members they Mm -hmm. weren't they were only violent against really their own tribe members well you know what i think happened Mm -hmm. i think that this is a classic whitewashing story and i think that um the settlers from britain tried to like lay war against neighboring tribes which is why there was no cross because they were never forcibly taken and i think that the like whoever left a note somebody left a note and they weren't forcibly taken because that didn't obviously that didn't happen so like or just no one did it but like when have we heard in history with native americans like acting violently towards anyone yeah well i mean the white people are gonna tell when us what they want like, us to un, know right, or what they want us to think native americans have never in history unprovoked attacked they're very peaceful who are well known who's the group of people that are well known for attacking out of nowhere white people americans especially great britain oh yeah like let's not even mention the arab israeli conflict or like just them like trying to take over every land that they possibly can like sorry that is the history yeah that is kind of what happened so i don't know it's kind of like i think that they tried to start something with neighboring tribes and somehow croatoan got etched into a tree whatever that means so croatoan is a neighboring tribe right that they were allies with so a lot of people think oh they must have integrated into the tribe maybe they were kind of leaving him a message like hey we went to be we went to live with the croatoan people because we don't feel safe here or something like that but how are they not going to feel safe there when they're like weapon like they have weapons like they're armed are they not i mean they probably are yeah but i mean i'm i'm just pulling shit out of my butt like i don't know <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say, like, they felt unsafe or whatever. I'm just pulling that out of my butt. I feel like like bodies were never found. Like, they must have, they must have escaped somewhere. They were all just like, hey, let's pull a funny prank on John White. Like, fuck you, John. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) or something like that. I don't know. There's a lot of different, like, theory. Oh, he's sensing for danger. He does oh. this when we're when we go on hikes together. Barry has his mouth open. He's he looks kind of scary. I'm like, what are you doing, friend? He looks terrifying when he. I had to look it up when he first did that because we would take hikes together when we lived in the mountains, and he just would like stop every now and then a few feet in front of me and then like turn his head from side to side with his mouth fully open. I was like, the fuck. <laughs> so that's fucking creepy. No, it's pretty scary. Unexplained mysteries <laughs> by Barry. <laughs> Thank you for the demonstration. (laughs) No, but I think the creepiest part to me is that one, the like colony was dismantled. Yeah. That's weird to me. Like creepy weird. It sounds like they tried to leave in a hurry. Maybe they did escape with the Croatoans. Maybe. And that Croatoan was carved into a post. And they that were allies. Me out a little they bit. were known allies. Yeah. So I'm like, why? What? There's so many like questions. Maybe ugh, that's so weird. Cause like if they, they were forced to leave and they had like, you know, a little bit of time to get packed and everything, they would have carved the cross. Yeah. Somebody would have, but there was no organization to it. So that makes me think like, what? 
really happened? Do you think there was like a spy or something like? Honestly, I think that they like if I'm thinking about it, they either maybe they tried to leave and then got lost at sea. Hmm. Or they joined up with the Croatoans and was just like, we're going to go hang out with these guys. I can't possibly believe any lead about the Native Americans being violent. No. So I have to like point my head in a different direction in thinking about it that they like oh. for some reason left. And I think they're all alive. But we're alive. Yeah. This was the or, 1500s. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're still alive they're today. They're still alive. <laughs> they became immortal they got an, uh, that chance they couldn't pass up they're aliens guys <laughs> and that's where the ufos come from <laughs> that was a theory no the aliens yeah oh my god <laughs> dude i don't know it's the whole thing kind of is a big mind fuck you should watch the american horror story season it's oh, creepy man. as fuck i would love to see it it's good hmm. i enjoyed it I wonder if there's any like history channel stuff about that. We whole should look thing. it up. Yeah. I bet that's super interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see like if they have any remnants of the colony. Like right. any like maybe ruins or whatever. Or like I'd love to see where Croatoan was carved into. It is interesting though that he was worried about them being taken. That's suspicious. Right? That's super suspicious. Yeah. And I wonder if this colony was like, this is so much better. Or knowing white people from Great Britain, they're like, I'm gonna start my own thing. We're gonna go start our own colony. <laughs> you know, like, what if they were like, fuck John White. He's not going to be the mayor. We don't want John White to be the mayor of this new colony. Like, we're going to leave and do our own thing. Like, what if they just weren't about what John was about? Maybe. And they just up and left. Yeah. And they didn't leave a trace because they didn't want him following them. Yeah. But then that still doesn't explain why is Croatoan carved into the pole. To maybe send him on a different lead. Be like try and like cover their trail and be like we weren't taken forcibly so we don't want action taken with the government we don't want war and bloodshed but like we will say croatoan just to like point him in a different direction and mm. like peace out this way i wonder if he went to the croatoan people since i know they were allies that's I what i want to know if he like if he went there and was like hey do you know what's going on it seems like john white's friends didn't like him that's my final answer <laughs> Just because a colony doesn't like him doesn't mean he necessarily sucks. I feel like if a colony doesn't like you, you probably suck. But, like, all these people, all these white people suck. They probably all sucked. So, like, yeah. I feel like they left by their own Yeah, I think like they, they did, too. They tried to was... get out as fast as they could without him coming back before. Maybe they were, like, maybe they were roped into the whole, like, situation by you guys want to leave, like, get out of this place and come over here for a new life. Maybe they had incentives to go. And then they were like, actually, we don't want to be tied to Great Britain. I mean, that's kind of how America started. They didn't want to be tied to Great Britain yeah. anymore. So maybe they really just were trying to find independence. Maybe. Maybe. Since they, I mean, since John White, I guess, was getting his supplies from Great Britain, they were like, that's still having ties with them. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just still like, why is Croatoan carved into a lamppost or whatever? A post, not a lamppost. Cover the trail. That's the only reason with that theory I could think. 
to know who wrote Croatoan. Right? Like, was this a Croan, like, a, a native person? Like, from the Croatoan tribe? Or if this was, like, a colonist? Well, I want to say, this is very uneducated, but, like, I want to say it was one of the colonists and not someone from a tribe. Because isn't English, like, you know, like, the spelling and everything, are those letters you know, well-known on both sides here. That's what I... Yeah. Yeah, because they would probably have a different written language if they had a written language at all. I don't know about the Native Americans and language super well. Something I do not have information on. But that's... I mean, I if I had to guess, I would say one of the colonists because of that reason. And because they were told to carve something specifically on a tree. But it was a post. It was carved on a post, like just a wooden post yeah. but like isn't it suspicious that john white was nervous about them getting taken and he told them to carve a symbol into wood and then they they left without a trace and then carved something different into the like you know too many things line up there it is a little bit suspicious that he told them hey if you're gonna be taken do right this. and they did something different but still similar enough yeah that is a little suspicious I hate it. I have, like, chills right now. But you know what's also weird? This is so... But it's making me think of kind of, like, along the same lines is, you know, George Vanderbilt, who owned the Biltmore? Mm Mm-hmm. He canceled his Titanic ticket before it set sail. Really? Oh, my God. So a lot of people are like, "Mm, that's a little suspicious. That's really suspicious. So that's what... That makes me think of this like i wonder if like he knew some like the ship wasn't completely up to par yes some billionaire absolutely who was on the titanic any like i um, mean probably influential people like really big influential people probably i'd have to look it up but i know (laughs) he was supposed to be on it wow it was either a day before or like a couple days i wonder what his excuse was yeah, I don't remember. I saw it at the museum in Pigeon Forge. That's an amazing museum. You should go. The Titanic mm. Museum. Oh, my God. It's amazing. We need to take a trip to Tennessee. That would be so fun. Huh. That's actually wild. I have never heard that he was supposed to be on the Titanic. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, my God. That's so many. You know, like in the time. That was a time of like gospel of wealth, American capitalism. Like... <sighs> This is really going out on a limb, like low-key conspiracy theory. But what if it was just a ploy to like get people on this ship and like kill someone specific, you know, like get rid of like a certain population? I mean, it could be like one of those things where it was like, we have too many people in the world. We should kill some of them. I don't know. That's pretty wild that he had a ticket and then dropped out last minute. Yeah, it was interesting when I saw that. I want to know, like, what his reasoning behind it was. Uh-huh. Like, maybe it was just, like, one of those things where he needed to stay wherever he was longer. Or, I mean, it could have been something weird. Could have been know? a coincidence. Yeah. So weird. Just, like, this Roanoke thing, I mean, that could have been a coincidence of him saying, if you're forced to leave, blah, 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 That could have been a coincidence, too. But That still gets it's me. It's still a little bit. That gets me. Yeah. It's it's a little weird, but 
you do also have to think about, so, like, he, they may have been allies with the Croatoan people, but what about the other tribes that were surrounding them? Were they allies? Were they friendly to them? Like, what if these tribes had something against, you know, these colonists or whatever? Maybe the colonists were bitchy to them and were like, hey, we're going <laughs> to take these people. You know, maybe that was why he was like, if you get forced away. It's possible. You know? Yeah. There's so many possibilities. And you know what sucks is like we in our education system only have access really to um, to like white sides of history with the Native Americans. Yeah. I don't know about in your education, but like that's true. I pretty much only got that perspective. That's all I think anyone ever gets. Yeah. So I I have no educated guesses. Mm -mm. I didn't even learn about the colony of Roanoke when I was in school. What? I went to religious school like you my did whole go life. to religious school. <laughs> now I learned about like we touched on it and it was like they disappeared. Ooh, and then we were like, okay, moving on. I Underground mean, Railroad I always, section. <laughs> I always kind of knew about it, but like I didn't learn it from school. Mm-hmm. It was like something I learned from. You're else. North Carolina native, so makes sense. All right, ready to switch gears? Absolutely. Give me your brain stuff. So this one's less controversial, but like super scientific. What is the meaning of life? And like, what is our perception of reality? Buckle up. This is how. (laughs) So I'm going to feel how I felt when you were doing that thing. I promise I won't read a whole CIA document. Because I was like. What is going on? I was like, wait, we're holograms now? The fuck? We are, though. Anyway, go back and listen. <laughs> okay, so this one is, like, quantum mechanics related. So there's a there's an experiment that happened called the double slit experiment, and it still remains unexplained. And it's, I know, please go there. <laughs> <laughs> the double slit. The double slit. <laughs> <laughs> one light, two slits. <laughs> so it's about light. And how, you know, have you ever heard like light is a particle and a wave or like which one is it? So that's something we still don't understand. And that came from this uh, experiment. I'm so sorry if y'all can hear purring. It's okay. Barry's just but here. He, he's just chilling with me. We're having a moment. We love it. He's really, he's having a good time over there. I'm going to let him enjoy it. So physicists have found that the observation of this experiment in different, I guess, in different cases, phenomena by a, te- a detector or an instrument can change the result of the experiment just by observing it versus not. So um, originally this came about where um, a, I guess, like scientist mathematician called Christian Hughes, I think that's how you say his name, he was like trying to figure out if light was a particle or a wave and he had like assumed that light was a series of particles in an individual line like hitting your eye and that's how you would perceive things because you know like rays of light light would hit corners it would like block off and so he was like oh it must be like you know angular like that so it must be a singular line but then thomas young in 1801 and this is like a long time ago that we still don't understand so in 1801 thomas young um, like had a piece of cardboard or like a sheet where he put two like just vertical lines in the cardboard and he held a light in front of it like on one side of it so he wanted to see what would happen when the light passed through both of those two slits so what would you think 
You'd see it on the other side? Yeah, but, like, okay, so, like, a particle would pass through in a line, right? And so you would see on the piece of paper two lines. Yeah. But the other theory, I don't know if it exists or if, like, that he found out, you know? But, like, the other theory is that, like, light, like, sound, how I can hear you and you can hear me, is not just a direct line, but it's a wave. Okay. So, so he's saying that's the same way with light. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to find out if it's actually a particle going in a single line or a wave. And so what he found was like definitely, oh, yeah, this was the particle theory existed at this time. So when he shone the light through it, like he saw multiple lines, like how a wave pattern would behave. So he was like, oh, fuck, guys, like we're doing it wrong. Everyone was wrong about this. It's a wave. And so then that's already pretty crazy, right? Like, he saw that, and he was like, oh, my God, scientific discovery. And then, so at that time, it was thought that light consisted of either waves or particles. Christian Hughes believed that light was a particle stream that would hit your eye. And with the beginning of modern physics, about 100 years later, it was discovered that light could, in fact, show behavior characteristic of both waves and particles. So keep that in mind. We have proof that light can behave in waves and particles. And I'll tell you why. And also as a as an extra in 1927, which is also not that long ago, Davison and Germer demonstrated that electrons also show the same behavior. Oh, and wild! Isn't that crazy? And atoms, uh, so it, it also extended to atoms and molecules. Okay, but everything is made up of atoms. Yes. So I will get so into this. So we're all waveforms, guys. Isn't that crazy though? That like atoms, molecules, and electrons. Sorry, and. Um, photons, which is light, what light is made up of, all of those things that are make up everything and are particles and can behave like both. That's wild. So, then, I feel like I learned about this in civics. Did you really? I, think I, I never did. heard about it. This kind of, I feel like I'm. I've learned it before. So here's what happened when I think I'm getting this right, but when. Like, we did the double-slit experiment again later with machinery that could observe what was happening. We found that with the machine that could detect the actual photons, once we were able to develop that technology, it would shine on the piece of paper in lines. And then when we weren't using those detection whatever things, it would be a wave. Okay, so the difference was... There was like a tweak made to this experiment later. So they were like, okay, yeah, it makes sense when you shine light, it behaves as a wave, like done. And then they they put a tweak on it where they fired electrons one at a time through the slits. With each new electron, you record a new data point for where it landed. After thousands upon thousands of electrons, you finally look at the pattern that emerges and what is it? So somehow each electron must be interfering with itself acting fundamentally like a wave and for many decades physicists have puzzled and argued over what this means and what is really going on is the electron going through both slits at once interfering with itself somehow or like this seems like counterintuitive and physically impossible but we have a way to tell whether it's true or not we can measure it so we set up the same experiment but this time we have a little light we shine across each two of the slits when the electron goes through the light is slightly perturbed so we can flag which one of the two slits it passed through this is like the observation technique that we had with each electron that goes through we get a signal coming from one of the two slits at last each electron has been counted and we know which slit every one went through and now at the end when we look at our screen we don't see the wave pattern anymore we see the two lines 
So wait, so they're constructing it. They're constructing the experiment to show that or like show what they want to see. No, they basically deconstructed it to understand it further and got a totally different result. So they were like, okay, well, let's just track each electron that goes through. And so they were able to find out which electron went through which slit, expecting just to see like how it formed the wave because they were trying to see how it formed that wave. And then instead of doing the wave, it did something completely different where it just formed the two lines in that crazy. So so they they were like, can't catch a break. They were like, okay. So by observing it, we like, there's no way to tell without observing it like how it how it um forms the wave like they can't figure out how light is interacting that way because every time they observe each photo or um not photon but like each electron going through it just changes the outcome that's weird isn't that crazy so like um the interference pattern's gone if replaced by two piles of electrons the path you'd expect each electron to take if there were no interference at all so they're like what's going on here it's as though the electrons know whether you're watching them or not which is like i think a misunderstanding of physics and light because we're just not advanced enough to understand but it does seem that way it's like the electrons know if we're watching them or not like the very act of observing the setup of asking which slit did you pass through you know like asking each electron because it is even the waves are made up of the electrons so it's like it's like okay let us know which slit you're going through because it has to pass through the slit and then as soon as we observe each individual one you know, because the light is traveling at the same time. The light source is the same. What? So they're sitting down with an electron and having an interview? They're like, okay, guys, go through the slit. We're, we're looking for you. We got you. And they're like, okay, guys, wink. <laughs> and then they go. And, and like, they have a whole different. A whole different thing. Okay. And so like, if, but if you were to do this experiment right now, it would form a wave. But when they do it like individually, it form the light pattern. They have this record, the photos, where it's different. It forms the two, like, lines. Isn't that wild? Weird. Yeah. So if you measure this, which slit the quantum passes through, it behaves as though it passes through one and only one slit. <laughs> it's crazy. If you don't measure which slit the quantum passes through, it behaves as a wave. So if they predict, it does a different thing than they are predicting? Nope. What are you saying? It's just, so I'll read this again. Um, if you measure which slit the quantum passes through, it behaves as though it passes through only one slit. It acts like a classic particle, just like a regular old particle. If if you don't measure which slit the quantum passes through, so like if you don't, if you're not keeping track of which slit it's going through, like you're not observing that, it behaves as a wave. I'm wondering if it's like a brain thing then. What do you mean? Like, like a brain teaser, you know? Like, I'm wondering if you're looking at the big picture, you're seeing it one way. But then when you're focusing in on an individual thing, that's when it gets deeper. So it's a waveform mm-hmm. and it's particles. I think so it's both, but it's just your view of them makes oh. it change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, I don't understand a lot of this, but they are kind of treating it differently each time. Because, like, they did, they did mention how they were like... Like, is are the electrons bouncing off of each other? That wouldn't make physical sense. But it's like, you're right. It's like you are totally changing the style of how you're observing it. You're coming, you're, you're coming into it different. Yeah. So I don't think it's really a fair 
I think that too. I think it's a misunderstanding of physics. Mm -hmm. And like we tried to observe something, but like radically changed the setup of how light interacts. And so I really just think there's a lack of understanding about light that we have. I think there's like, I mean, it's kind of like, so what we do, like say we're like putting on a big show and someone comes in and they've never seen this shit before. So they're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like this huge show. Like you, I mean, you got this all done in a day, blah, blah, blah. And then we know the individual tiny little things we've had to, we had to do Mm -hmm. to create this big, huge show. So I'm like saying like, when they're looking at it as a whole, mm-hmm. it's a waveform. But then when they're individually it's picking particles. it out, it's particles. That's interesting. Right? And it's interesting that with this experiment, it changes the way it changes the way that it behaves, like the result. It changes the outcome. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it's not changing the outcome, it's just changing your perception perception so there is like a physical element of this that is unrelated to that analogy and i can show you the pictures of like the spread of light how there's like you know i don't know the exact number but like 20 different bars with the wave pattern and they're all kind of overlapping intersecting and then with the like observation of the individual particles it's just the two lines that's all you see so like there are pictures of both But I have to say, I don't understand the technology. Like you're saying, like we have changed the circumstance in which we're viewing this happen. Yeah. Like you're changing the whole experiment. Yeah. So I think it's true that like things like electrons, atoms, molecules, they can behave as a, as a wave and a particle. We just haven't found out the circumstances in which that is possible and why. And like, so of course people are going to chalk it up to like, well, observing it changes it and our reality is changed by like your just mere observation it's like i don't think it's that no simple a a fucking electron is not listening to you and like (laughs) oh yeah you're measuring me okay i'm gonna do this (laughs) no you know what's really interesting about photons in um oh my god it's not i think it's in like a different theory it's not in the perceivable reality but like photons there are certain photons that if they are like they're closely related right and they're like separated and they become like two entities they can travel across the entire universe like endlessly that's wild and still be communicating with each other like they're tied together plants true interesting that's an interesting point like you said about the plants Mm -hmm. and it's like what like kind of sat like instant Instant communication. Oh, bless, bless you, Barry. you, Barry. What kind of instant communication do these particles have where they're able, like, and something, like, can happen chemically to them or something? I'm sorry. I don't know all the details. Like, you know, e- light, light years, eons away. And they can, like, have this breakup, essentially. If you've seen the cosmos, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, they have this breakup, and the other, it'll instantly communicate across the galaxy, like, across all of space and time, instantly. It's like, we're broken up. And, like, that, they'll go their separate ways. Isn't that crazy, though? That's wild. What cause? How are they able to do that? I think that it's just, it's both at the same time. I think it's a particle and a waveform. I think it's I just think so the too. way you're looking at it. I think we don't have explanations as to why they're behaving that way. And I think the experiment changed the process of it. Mm -hmm. And we just don't understand why. It is crazy still. 
And I think even if we had the reason, it would still be like, wow, you know, like this incredible discovery. But like, we just don't, we don't have that, that insight yet into how it behaves. I mean, we're, we don't know a lot. Oh no, we don't. We've been to the moon and Mars and like we've sent shit to other planets, but I mean, there's not, yeah, there's not a whole lot that we know and have done. But yeah, I thought you would find that one interesting. That is interesting. That's really cool. Mm hmm. Okay, so this one's also related to space. Oops, that's I my I almost spell. did a space one. I'm glad I didn't. I got <laughs> this one I just scrolled through. What will animals look like in the future? <laughs> what? Okay, so this one's titled What Killed Venus on Vox.com. So, hellscape is the most appropriate word to describe the surface of Venus, the second planet from the sun. At 900 degrees Fahrenheit, it's the hottest planet in the solar system, thanks in part to an atmosphere of almost entirely carbon dioxide. Clouds of highly corrosive sulfuric acid are draped over a volcanic landscape of razor-sharp lava flows. Most crushingly, the pressure on the surface of Venus is about 92 times the pressure you'd feel at sea level on Earth. Jeez. Yet some scientists suspect Venus was once much like Earth, with a liquid water ocean like the ones that support life on our planet. This prompts an existential question for life on Earth. It really is a question about why we're here, says Robin George Andrews, volcanologist and author of Supervolcanoes. Venus and Earth are planetary siblings, Andrews says. They were made at the same time and made of the same stuff, yet Venus is apocalyptic and awful in every possible way. Earth is a paradise. So, why do we have a paradise next to a paradise lost? There are two leading hypotheses. One is that the sun cooked Venus to death. The other is that volcanoes did. So it's like... So what is our planet going to be? That's the question. Scientists know something on Venus triggered truly catastrophic levels of climate change, causing surface temperatures to shoot up hundreds of degrees. But they don't know why or, like, exactly what. I mean, maybe there were humanoid-type things on there and they ruined the planet with the carbon dioxide. I mean, it's po- I mean, it's literally possible. We have no way of knowing. Yeah. Because they, Venus and Earth were created at the same time with the same stuff. And, like, there's a little evidence suggesting that it, it was livable. And that wild in our same solar system? Yeah. A planet that we know a lot about just, like, suddenly died. I mean, that's what's going to happen to our planet eventually if we keep doing what we're doing. It's getting really bad. I mean, like, what is that other episode where we were talking about the sinkholes and stuff? and methane gas and greenhouse gases and like how we're pretty much on track to release all these methane gases into the atmosphere i don't remember what episode that was but i do remember what you're talking about yeah our planet is not looking good but you know what i got my three machetes so it's true i'm ready apocalypse (laughs) i've got about 80 years left here (laughs) i do all i can i recycle bitches (laughs) i also recycle definitely recycle if you aren't recycling you're an uncultured swine and you're not a part of the chew and swallow club (laughs) go to europe and come back (laughs) because we're cultured (laughs) nah it's like we really do need to start caring about that stuff we won't america america will not it's the whole world too it's like especially america's like so consumerist and stuff but like dang guys England, I mean, the UK is a lot better than we are. Really? I will say that. Yeah. You learned things. They do litter more than we do, mm. but 
they're using a lot more glass than plastic, I've noticed. Oh, yeah. A lot more glass than plastic. When I was in, I want to say Holland, they had outlawed plastic bags at grocery stores. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you would buy, like, there'd be plastic water bottles, whatever. But, I mean, there was a recycling everywhere. I think they out, yeah, they outlawed them and, like, they charge you to use bags or something. Yeah. Yeah, they charge you to use bags. Yeah. So you have to, you have to pay. Um... And then, like, whenever we were staying with my my dad's friends, they had, like, six different trash things. Not six, but there was, like, a recycling. There was regular trash. There was, or, like, paper. Compost. And there was compost. And then there was one other one. Like, metals and things yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe like that. Yeah, we had to do that in college where you separate metal and glass and stuff. It's like a lot of those institutions centered around education will really implement things like that. And then you go in like rural areas and you have one trash can and everything goes in it. (laughs) Also, you would love the UK, the public transportation. Oh, I've been to the UK. Oh, yeah, you have. I live for it. I love public transportation. They have great public transportation. Like we even like even in the London tube, which is like the subway. The tube. Yeah. It's like not like I didn't I never felt like unsafe. No, I it's like like in New York the subway is creepy, sketchy, it's I feel so unsafe, I don't like it. But when we were in the London tube, I was, I did not feel that way. No, no, and the thing is like I I've gone out in my early 20s and partied in different countries and in like Holland I think is where I was, I was in Belgium and like walking down the street with people like from hostels and stuff like hanging out having a good time like of course you take safety precautions because anything can happen anywhere but like the safety and the risk it is so entirely different from the united states yeah like i feel super scared whenever i encountered strangers in the united states like in the in the dark at night like i mean i tell i tell my friends all the time i'm like i don't go nowhere at night by myself right i'll go with people but like not by myself yeah but i felt super safe because there's a big pedestrian culture in other countries and um there's like less of the stranger danger thing there's more communication more um community and like uh americans i guess like have more of an isolation culture going on mm-hmm. which has been a growing problem nobody owns guns in the uk that's also a thing like yeah there's a there's a huge like implementation and like um i would say like preemptive model for like preventing things like that although like of course things still happen oh of course they're gonna happen anywhere no yeah. matter you could be in the safest place in the world and it's still oh, yeah. gonna happen yeah exactly no escape <laughs> no But it is wild, the difference I felt in safety. And, like, it could be just because I was young and stupid, but I've heard other people talk about that, too. Um, Because, like, Americans really aren't encouraged to travel. In different countries, like, you're encouraged to learn more than one language. Mm -hmm. um, And you're encouraged to get out and travel. Europe is, like, very, um, like, there are lots of borders with different countries and things like that. It was very cultural. Like, when we were in Liverpool and, like, Edinburgh and those places like there were so many different people from it's cool. around the entire world it's pretty cool and in london and in glasgow like all the big cities like amazing yeah like, i agree very cultural very different like bunch of people speaking different languages wearing different things like you know it was there's a lot of diversity yeah, i would say that's true nice. in certain areas of the u.s like in new york there's a big like um diverse population of people it's hard not to in somewhere mm-hmm. like that yeah but then you go to like other big cities where i think i've heard uh like boston 
is that what I'm thinking of where it's like not very culturally diverse in some of the bigger cities, but I'm sure that's true for other cities and other places, but yeah, yeah, like LA and New York are probably going to be your places like that in the U S yeah. I don't know about Miami anymore. I don't know what they're about. I used to go all the time as a kid, but I mean, that's probably like a, that's like more Spanish speaking cultures are in Miami, but right. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed my time. I would go back in a heartbeat. If I had money, I'd move to Scotland right now, but um, I don't have money. No, we're getting there. We're building our wealth. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> one day I'll be able to live among the sheep and the cows. It's an unexplained mystery. <laughs> you know, I got to bring it full circle. Always. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's our episode for today. Thank you for um, tuning in. If you would like to donate, please head over to our PayPal. It's paypal.com slash paypal me slash chew and swallow if you would like to support us we greatly appreciate it obviously just your listen is enough support for us and we're so grateful for every listen we love for you to listen we do because we have a good time and we also want you to have a good time so um also head over to our instagram if you have any like topics you want to hear about like maybe maybe we could put a poll or something like that oh, for yeah. our next episode Done. um Give us some ideas. Uh, send us a message. We'll, we pretty much respond to every message. So. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, go check out our friends over on the Almost Everything podcast because they talk about almost everything. <laughs> do you like that? And the only thing they don't talk about is what we're talking about. So Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, they're really funny. Love those guys. Go over on Spotify or wherever you um, listen to podcasts. Go check them out. All, that's almost everything. And also go follow them on Instagram because they're really cool there too. And that's just almost everything podcast. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.